0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, June the 19th, 2022. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we are talking about gut health and how to improve it. We're going to dig into five researched back strategies to help you just feel better uh, overall uh internally and i believe the byproduct is externally you start to obviously look and move and and feel the, the way that your body should and you want to uh we're kind of getting to the weeds of this i'm going to play off a great piece that was over at precision nutrition that i'll obviously share below um, Alex Picot uh, Anand, and I believe uh, Gabriel Fondaro, if I'm saying that correctly, um, wrote this, reviewed it. There's a ton of research behind it. Uh, I've talked about this before with uh, Dr. Amy Shaw. There's some other pieces I've put together. Uh, I'm just talking about gut health, prebiotics, probiotics, fiber, how much you should take per day, what works for your body, fermented foods. And I'm going to go down the rabbit hole here. I'll do it as quickly uh, as I can to try to give you guys actionable steps that you can take as soon as you're done listening to this. If you go to the grocery store or go into your your cupboards or just kind of audit and assess what you're doing in your life to feel better. Uh, Because that's the thing. At the end of the day, if you don't feel good, you know, what the hell is anything else really worth, right? To me, all I want to do is feel good every day. And if I can do that, then it makes all the other bullshit I got to deal with, um, a lot less of pain in the ass. And that's what I want all of you guys to get today. And a lot of times that's coming from our gut and our microbiome, which I'll I'll talk in depth about that and all the things that are going on inside our body that are really controlling how we feel how we go to the bathroom, how we think how we sleep and everything in between. So before I kick off to that real fast reminder, the Jeremy Scott fitness app is live, you guys. If you've not checked it out yet, literally it's a buck to start for the first month. It's jeremyscottfitness.app. So jeremyscottfitness.app. If you guys want to check it out, you can do the first 30 days for just a single dollar. I believe after that, if you do the monthly, it's like 15 bucks. If you buy the year, it's like, I don't know, nine bucks a month or something like that, like 25 to 30 cents a day, give or take. And uh, I've put so much into here. Uh, If we never added another workout again, Uh, you'd have everything you need for probably two lifetimes. Uh, There's full programs in there. Our super popular 10 Weeks to Ripped is in there. Uh, At Home Dumbbell, At Home Metcon, Five Week Hybrid. We have four other programs that are already in queue that will be loaded inside. We're doing a huge transformation, which I will share it once I get the links and everything live. We're doing a major transformation inside the app that usually would cost a couple hundred dollars, We're kicking that off July 11th, and we're doing a huge giveaway for that. You can win an awesome prize. We'll actually fly you here, put you in an awesome resort. You get to come into our headquarters here, work out with us, stay at this dope place, or even if you don't want to come in, just stay at the resort and hang out and have fun. Uh, But that's what the grand prize winner is going to be. Every week uh, through the transformation, we're going to give away other prizes for you guys. And again, it's just a buck to get in. So if you want to check it out, JeremyScottFitness.app. All my weekly workouts are in there. Everything I do each week, you guys can follow along with me. I obviously communicate with you guys. If you know me from Instagram or Facebook, YouTube, I always reply to comments and emails. And inside the app, it's you know it's 10x that. So if you're interested, hit me up. It works for Apple, Android, every phone in between. And uh, we'll keep pumping stuff in there every single week to give you guys something that is not only... Super easy to use, super easy to follow, but affordable. And you never have to go to the gym or in the hotel or be at your home and not know what you're supposed to do. It's laid out for you step by step. So that is there. And also, you guys already know we're brought to you by my friends at Athletic Greens. Athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you a year supply of free vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order. This is a supplement I take every single day, I never miss. It's 75 whole food ingredients with probiotics and digestive enzymes, and it's the antioxidant equivalent to eating like 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables, which very few people are doing that. It's the best tasting greens on the planet, like I've said before, we've all drank in much worse things, especially in college, and those things didn't help you. They honestly probably made you puke and feel like shit. This does not do that. It actually helps enrich your life, and you can get rid of 14 different pills and stop taking your crappy multivitamin. And take this instead. So if you want to check it out, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you all the free stuff, or if you want a free sample pack, hit me up, uh, send us all your information. I'll have Monica get you guys a free sample pack right to your front door. You can try it, see for yourself it's the best tasting greens on the planet, and then get hooked up with all of the free stuff from there. So message me and we'll make it happen. Also, our other sponsors, Dry Farms Wine, which I'm not a wine drinker, but Heather is, and this is the most legit wine that's out there. slash Jeremy Scott Fitness. You buy a bottle, get the next bottle for a penny all the details are in the show notes. If you guys want to check it out, it's organic, it's vegan, it's lower sugar, lower alcohol, actually, it's sugar free, pretty badass, Uh, lower alcohol. And it's not full of all the additives and uh, bullshit that makes you feel uh, like trash. Obviously, if you you get shit faced, you're going to feel like garbage because you're dehydrated. But they are one of the rare wines like a a pure natural wine and very, very few wines in the world, I think 0.01% meets their strict criteria. So if you're a wine drinker, Dry Farms Wines is for you, links in the show notes, check it out. And again, we're brought to you by my friends at Beam CBD, so beamtlc.com. If you guys want to try the dream product, which I take every single night to go to sleep, you can get a free sample from me. Or if you want to take any of their other salves and balms, it's all THC free, you won't get high it's not habit forming, but it is help you get a restful sleep and aids in recovery. At least it's been my experience. But if you want to put in the code, obviously Jeremy Scott will get you guys 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions, or hit me up and I'll get you a free, uh, I'll get you a couple samples of the dream if you want it. See if it helps you sleep and then pick up some from yourself. BMTLC.com. The code is Jeremy Scott for all of the discounts. And all other sponsors are in the show notes, my friends at JLab Pro. Where we get our protein turmeric, collagen and curl oils we always have discounts on the protein the collagen the curl oils and the turmeric i believe if you want to check anything else out hit me up Um, we do have a free supplement guide if you guys want that but honestly inside the app we have all of the stuff that's in there so all of our our preferred partners kettle and fire bone broth sleeves sold separately which is the pants i wear we have discounts on every literally every partnership we do it's a people i i like uh, typically, they're friends of ours, or we, we've we met the founders or the owners, or they just really align with our goals. Typically, it's all three of those, honestly. And uh, that's in our Share Partners Guide, in our Supplement Guide, in our Smoothie Guides. These are the people we work with. It's all inside the app. Or if you guys want these guides, hit me up and I'll send you the individual ones uh, for free just so you can check it out. But Kettle and Fire Bone Broth, we always have a discount. Uh, JLab, Sleeves obviously beam and then athletic green. So all that's in the show notes. If you guys want to check it out and uh, hit me up and ask any questions uh, you have, I'm happy to, uh, help answer. Cause I know it's a lot of information. And it's a lot of stuff and you know, you don't got to do everything, but do the things that are going to make your life a little bit easier and a little bit better. If I can save you guys a couple bucks along the way, I'm happy to do so. So with that said, we're going to talk about gut health and five ways we can make you feel better. And, uh, for me, I have learned more about gut health, um, your GI track, uh, taking a shit, and just, you know, honestly, even like a stool, uh, consistency, size, frequency, than I've ever wanted to learn, uh, in my life. 99% of that was just, I didn't really have a choice. Uh, I'm not going to share the whole backstory here, but, uh, I started doing this this way with this much passion because I was sick uh, for a good amount of time. Partially genetics and then partially dumb fucking shit I was doing uh, in college. Like, you know, drinking 10 beers and then uh, eating a frozen pizza and having some cake and thinking like that was a good day. Oh, and by the way, you know, chewing a a half a can of tobacco and then wondering like why I feel like shit later on. And uh, so I had to learn the hard way. Uh, like a dumbass, and again, there's no education around this, or at least I didn't have it, even in the basic nutrition courses that we would take. Um, the world's way advanced now, so I'm I'm a little bit older, so I'm sure if you're looking for that information, it might be there. But I had zero uh, in elementary school, zero middle school, zero in high school. In college, it was uh, primitive uh, at best, and even that, it's just a basic outline: macronutrients, micronutrients, vitamins, minerals. Uh, Really, we weren't talking about the specifics of the gut and I think things are, are going in a better direction, but I didn't know anything. I didn't know how much fiber I should be taking. I didn't know anything about probiotics and prebiotics. I didn't know you know to audit your food. Long story short, I didn't feel good for a long period of time, it was a super dark uh, place for me personally. I really felt hopeless to be honest with you guys at a long for a long stretch uh, in my early, to mid 20s and then it's been intermittent obviously in between there and uh it was rough dude and uh i went to multiple physicians i did numerous things some of them you know not super pleasant and uh i just i shared the story before here many times i end up at the mayo clinic and uh finally we just come to this conclusion where they're you know at the Mayo clinic at least where i grew up uh, in Minnesota. They have like a team, like two doctors come in and then you have your nursing staff and whatever. And, uh, just walked me through kind of everything and they're like, Hey, let's, let's take you through like an elimination diet because we can't really figure out, you know, what the deal is. And I think that's the hard part about nutrition is that each one of us is individually so different. Like that's the, that's the difficult part. The beauty is something works for everybody. But the same thing doesn't work for everybody. And what works for you might not work for your mom or dad. What works for your husband might not work for you. What works for you is not what works for your friend and vice versa. You have to really do your due diligence. And a lot of times we get so busy in life, we spend time on these, what I consider low return activities. And I'm not saying don't have escapism and watch soccer and football and binge out on Netflix. That's fine. But if you never learn anything about your own gut health... If you never learn anything about your own body and how it operates and what foods do agree with you and don't agree with you and you're not assessing how you feel, um, at least on a weekly basis, I think you're doing your body a huge disservice. And again, there's not education around this. I had to basically fuck myself up and build my body back up from ground zero to get to where I'm at today. So I have this level of body awareness. And honestly, like digestive awareness, and I know what foods I can eat and can't eat, and I've, you know, changed the environment in my gut, and that's what I hope you guys get from this. And obviously, if you're a person who's, you know, got gas um, at a level that's not normal, like I think, what are you supposed to fart, like 14 times a day? Um, It sounds like a lot, but if you're awake for 16 hours a day, and, you know, you You have like, it's before you go to the bathroom, maybe after you eat and you fart a couple times, that is probably about normal. Some people less, some people are farting like 40 times a day. Ladies, if you're married, probably your husband sometimes, like he's just a fart machine and you don't want to be around him. Or hey, maybe it's you and dudes, maybe it's your wife or your partner, whatever it may be. um, We've all been there and that stuff happens, but that shouldn't happen every day, all day. If you're farting 30 to 40 times a day and it smells like something died in your butthole, um, something's wrong. We need to make a change. If you're bloated all the time, and if you're eating these foods and you're always having this adverse reaction, it's probably something wrong. If you're having toilet issues, meaning you're going to the bathroom nine times a day, or you're only going to the bathroom once a week, I think there's an issue there. And again, we've never had a conversation about this. The only, this is straight up honest truth. The only thing I remember um, hearing about this as a kid is the book, Everybody Poops, It's still a bestseller to this day. I'm sure if you go on Amazon, you can check it out. But that's the only thing. Uh, I don't ever remember my mom and dad. Obviously, you got potty trained, right? Otherwise, we'd still be, you know, shitting ourselves and peeing our pants. But I don't remember them saying, hey, Jeremy, you should get this much fiber per day. You should get these, you know, fermented foods in your body. I, I just, I don't remember that conversation happening but I learned a lot of other things and I'm not saying the other things I learned weren't important, but this is a, this is an anchor of how you feel and you're going to understand this by the time I'm done rambling today. So again, digestive symptoms, like if it's gas and bloating and indigestion and toilet troubles, if they're common in your life and they're happening all the time, they can be super disruptive. Uh, It can hinder what you want to do socially and, um, if you're plagued with them, you feel like a sense of like you're hopeless because you're probably trying multiple things or maybe you're just so busy in your life you, you just kind of have accepted it and you manage your life around it. And I don't think that's a healthy thing to do. Now, when I say this, like obviously I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i share a personal story here. Like when Heather and I are first, uh, this is disgusting, uh, like first dating. And you guys know this, like there's this, uh, this phase of your relationship where you're like being truthful and honest, I'm not saying like you're lying, but you can't be yourself yet, and uh, I'm a young man. Uh, I, met my, I meet my wife, meet Heather, when I'm what 25, and she's like 23, and uh, so you're dating. I'm probably you know 25, 26, and I'm 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 the young guy who's who wants to be big. You know, I want to be shredded and big at the same time. I was everybody, you know, every dude you've ever met. Uh, so I'm eating a ton of protein, like ridiculous amount, like way more than than a gram per pound I weigh, and uh, your body's not used to it, so you're having a lot of digestive discomfort. And, that, and I'm sharing this as a disclaimer. I've done everything wrong, you guys, before I did anything right. And I mean that with all sincerity. I've done everything wrong um, before I did anything right. So I made all the mistakes. I'm not coming at you here from a place of like I'm preaching, uh, that I'm better than you. But I fucked up enough. And thank God for me. I've, I have I saw some horrible shit. I've done some stupid stuff. Um, I've made ridiculous mistakes but i did them early in life i didn't have to you know wait till i was 40 i did that shit from ages like 15 to to 25 and here we sit so i remember uh we're dating and i'm just eating like a dumbass you know just trying to get big and doing all the things that skinny guys do and uh with the shakes and the, and the weight gainers uh, kind of like uh, zach was talking about on the podcast friday and i remember just being over at her condo you know watching a movie you know Messing around, you know, doing what young kids uh, in in uh, love are doing, and I remember just driving home. I lived, uh, if you guys are familiar with the Phoenix Scottsdale area, she lived by the Biltmore, and I would drive down the 51, um, and I'd drive up back up to my place. And literally, I'm not shitting you guys. Like we, I would hold a fart in um, for like three hours cuz I'm like I'm trying to impress this girl who eventually becomes my wife and I want to hook up with her. I'm a, I'm a young dude, you know, my testosterone's running high. I want to want to do my thing. But I know if I'm farting here, it's not going to work. And I remember getting in my car and just like farting for like 15 minutes straight. Just in most of it just air, just blowing up my ass straight. But a lot of it just smelled like something died in my body cuz I have all this protein just sitting there like an absorbent amount in my body could not process it, at least whether it was the volume, or the load at one time, I just it wasn't able to digest it. And I was feeling like shit. And I was almost like, I knew it was kind of happening. But either I'm too young or too stupid, or I'm just not willing to because I'm like, well, I got to get big. And I got to do this. And this is the only way to eat. And I shared that story. Because hopefully, you've all been there. And then obviously, when you get married, you guys fart in front of each other. And it's disgusting. But during that time, I was so fixated on trying to do this. I was ignoring these cues going on in my body that were saying, you know, hey, man, we don't feel good. You're going to the bathroom irregularly. Um, You're having these digestive problems. You're not feeling good. Something's wrong here. That's your body telling you something. You have to have an intuition or just enough awareness to be like, hey, listen to your because they're communicating your gut and your brain do communicate you know, most of your immune system is is in the gut. I think it's like 80 some percent. Somebody can fact check me on that. I go, but how the brain and gut communicate in terms of like, not only like satiety and satiation, but how much of your body's health is wrapped up in this environment. And I was ignoring it. And I don't want you guys to ignore it. So if you're going through your day, and things aren't feeling right, hopefully some of these things help you. We're gonna talk about stress, exercise, and the factors that affect your gut health and microbiome. We're gonna talk about restoring gut health um, after taking antibiotics, which is also a thing. We'll talk about you know if you can benefit from more fiber, um, if fermented foods are for you and which ones are, and then supplements that might help, things like um, heartburn and constipation, and all the other things that can kind of go on in your life. And again, I'll share this original article. Precision Nutrition just does good stuff. Shout out to John Berardi, who's been on the podcast before. Um, just great work. And there's, these are evidence-based, cost-effective things you guys can do to help your gut and your overall health. So the first thing, when I say microbiome, You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Essentially, think of it as like in an atmosphere or an environment or a community of microorganisms, uh, bacteria, fungi, and basically just like genetic material that lives in your skin, in your mouth, in your lungs, and throughout your digestive tract. And if you look at the research, whatever you find, it's anywhere between like 10 and 100 trillion microorganisms live in your GI tract alone. Now, I remember uh, as a kid when I first, you know, got kind of hip to uh, politics and the government and finance and what those things meant. I remember like, I think it was from like Bush to like Obama and they start talking about trillions of dollars. And I remember looking at my roommate at the time and I'm like, what is a trillion? Like that just, that seems fake to me. Like we're just making up shit now. Like you had a trillion dollar deficit. I'm like, that is not even a number I can fathom. So needless to say if a trillion dollars sounds like a lot your gut or your GI tract alone has 10 to a hundred trillion microorganisms living inside of it at any one time, which means your body is basically like a human pile of bacteria, if you will. And obviously your, your microbiome is, is as unique as your fingerprint, uh, in all reality, the amount and proportions, uh, How it's diversified, the bacteria and fungi will change throughout your life depending on the influences and the things you have going on. So, if you think about it like gut microbiome, this is the environment you have essentially in your body um, of how we take everything in and how everything operates. And the things that can affect it are all the things that you'd think about how you exercise, the diet quality, your food choices, the medications you take, it has a huge role in it, especially antibiotics. your body composition, your overall metabolic health, obviously genetics, your age. If you're suffering from chronic stress, which in America, it's right now, it's been a shit. The last three years have been a shit show. Um, I hope it gets um, better. I, I feel better than I, I The pandemic was fucking the worst. I feel great now. It's just a weird thing. Um, the more you know, the, the weirder it gets. But chronic stress does play a role. Um, in your gut microbiome, if you use alcohol, if you use tobacco, um, honestly, even exposure to animals uh, and uh, other natural environments, farms, wilderness. If you're in a place where it's super dusty, um, obviously, all the other bacteria, um, parasites, uh, viral infections, and then your how you're sanitizing and your your hygiene uh, basically is also a huge part of it. And then if you're uh, like a, a female and uh, Hormones in terms of if you're um, having a baby, if you are breastfeeding, all those things obviously also play a huge role in it. So you got to think of all the stuff in your body, um, all these microbiomes, or if you want to like, I guess, how do I phrase this? All of the bacteria and fungi that makes up your microbiome think of them as like barnacles that like attach to your boat. Um, or if you've seen a whale and the whale has barnacles like attached to it and they kind of hitch a ride along at no cost. And you just, you're picking them up just over and over and over again. And a lot of them can be beneficial, um, helping your skin, helping your gums, helping your GI tract. These are friendly uh, gut bacteria. And I'll talk about inflammation like super quick in a second, but if you think about it, if you have good, healthy bacteria, and there's a difference, right? Like good cholesterol, bad cholesterol. You know, I guess if you're a person who leverages debt and you don't do it stupidly, there could be like good debt and bad debt, although Dave Ramsey disagrees. There is a, you understand what I'm saying? Like there's good and bad. If you have good bacteria, You're going to produce uh, nutrients uh, like vitamin B, vitamin K, um, fermented fiber, and resistant starch, which creates these kind of short chain uh, fatty acids that help regulate your immune system, your appetite, and your stress response, which is super important. And obviously, if you have a legit uh, gut bacteria, if you can keep your system moving, uh, pooping regularly, obviously, by bulking up your stool. Uh, increasing uh, the gut motility, and then obviously, you know, you regulate inflammation and in your immune system, just like uh, inflammation, you know, chronic inflammation is bad. But if you have no inflammation in your body, I believe you would just you would drop dead because some of it's going to be fighting off stuff along the way. So when people say bacteria, just don't get confused and think like, well, all bacteria is just trash. Um, and I don't want any in my body. That's just, it's just not true. Um, obviously, there's still a ton of research people are doing on, you know, microbiome, um, so some of this is maybe it maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work. That's why, again, you have to audit yourself and see what makes you feel best. But the one thing um, I can guarantee you guys is that gut bacteria does play a major role in your health and your overall well-being. So if we're talking about the, the nuts and bolts of it, how do we support gut health? Really simple stuff. If your gut health sucks... You're going to have problems, whether you you do already, you will shortly or down the line. It's going to happen. If you can improve the environment, uh, that's what I, I keep saying. That like when you, I don't want to say repopulate your gut um, per se, but if you can have a healthy environment and improve the bacteria and the diversity inside your gut, I think you're going to have better digestion and for a lot of you, a better immunity. And you're going to be reduced of having a risk of getting, uh, whether it's infections and diseases and shit that's going to come your way. I just, I don't see how having a better gut health is going to be negative to anything in your life. It's like, can you be too fit? I don't, I don't know. It's a, can you be too rich? And then maybe can you be too attractive? Can you have too much sex? I don't think that's a thing. Some people may disagree with me. But with the gut health, I think the better bacteria, the better off you're going to be. So the first thing, And this is really simple, just slow down when you eat, like chew your food, like really taste it. And we've talked about this in the podcast before, but just break your meal down into smaller, slower, you know, more digestible bits. The smaller pieces are gonna increase the amount of surface area, your digestive enzymes have to work, and this is gonna aid in the chemical digestion. On the other hand, if you eat like my dog does, if you guys ever watch my Instagram stories, you'll see it. It's like I give her, you know, this super expensive uh, grass-fed steak and it's like she takes one or two bites and just swallows it. And I'm like, hey, Jace, did you even taste that shit? Because you just ate $3 right there. So if you're like my dog and you're not mindful of eating and you're eating super quick and you just literally swallow big chunks of food, um, likely um, lots of air with it. And that's the, the the tipping point here. That's going to lead to indigestion and bloating for a lot of people. Plus, the enzymes are going to have to work a lot harder to break down these bigger chunks of food in your body. So, if possible, give yourself a little extra time at meals. Pay attention uh, to your food. Pause to breathe every once in a while. Uh, put your teeth to work. That's why God gave them to you. You know, it's why you know. Um, if you want to, if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, respect. Um, I respect your decisions. But I do think like, that's why I got teeth, man. I meant to eat steak, dude. That's just how I roll. But I think chewing your food slower and taking your time and thinking of your food having the texture of like applesauce before you swallow it is probably a good tipping point. I remember when David Jack was on, we talked about how many times you chew your food. It was something crazy like 38 times. I'm not telling you you got to take 38, you know, bites of, of your steak before you chew it but probably more than you're doing now if you're noticing you're swallowing these huge, massive chunks of food. Because think of it this way. You're putting these solid things into your body. And I'm not saying like your poop doesn't come out solid, but it doesn't come out like a fucking T-bone out of your ass, right? Like you have to, that food has to get broken down, some of it like liquefied and absorbed into your body for nutrients to build muscle. And obviously what you're not going to keep in store so whether you use it or store it, your body's going to expel it and that has to come out the other side. And that's a lot of work dude. That's why like for me and I'm not telling people to get into the fasting world that's a whole that di- we've done multiple podcasts on this and, and how I eat personally. if you're ever interested, you can listen. eating every couple hours for me caused so much digestive stress and I felt like my body was always working to get rid of the food and break it down and it, maybe that's just in my head. But I felt that way. I'm like, well, if I'm eating, you know, eggs and, you know, chicken and banana and have an oatmeal and peanut butter at eight o'clock in the morning, if it's 11 o'clock and now I'm eating, you know, steak and asparagus and potatoes, I'm like, there's no way all that food I just put in my mouth has been broken down, liquefied and like pushed to an area where I, I need to have room for this food. That's just how I felt. Now, some people are much different, but it was just a lot. And when I started to have bigger gaps in between my meals and slow down the eating process, A, I appreciated the food so much more. It didn't feel like a chore. It was something I looked forward to. And I really slowed down and I was mindful of it. And I try to do that at home if Heather and I eat together, especially when you go with friends now, even at dinner if I'm starving, we're having conversations. So I'm eating, chewing, I'll put it down. I'll talk to them, I'll come back to it. And it takes me way longer to eat dinner and food when I'm with friends and family than it even does myself. But I've been a lot better over the years not just woofing it down like crazy. And just actually chewing and tasting everything. Um, Hopefully that helps you guys as well. The second thing, you gotta include many different types of minimally minimally processed plant-based foods. Fruits, vegetables, Uh, like legit whole grains, which I'll dig into, uh, if it's the starchy tubers, if it's beans, and other minimally processed plant-based foods. Um, Those things are going to help your gut. Number one, they feed the gut bacteria. When bacteria chows down on fiber, it multiplies and contributes to those short-chain fatty acids that we talked about. It aids in that production. As well as a more diverse uh, bacterial environment, and the second thing they do, they provide the bacteria helpful photochemicals, if I'm saying that right, like kind of like uh, polyphenols, if you will, that can be transformed into antioxidants and anti-inflammatory compounds. So, if you eat highly processed foods, you know the the, the cookies, the chips, um, the shitty, you know, you know, pizza all the time, or Uh, Just the crappy stuff that you know is not real. Um, And I'm not saying like, you know, goldfish aren't real, but is there like a goldfish stream they caught them in? No, that shit's fake. Like there's not a fucking Oreo tree. You guys get where I'm going here. So if you're always eating the highly processed stuff, the diversity in the activity of your microbiome is going to be reduced. And now there is a study here um, that they listed, and I can share it. And when I share the link here, it's a rat study and it's shown to skew the overall environment toward bacteria that may increase inflammation and disease risk, hunger and appetite and vulnerability to the effects of stress like mood and hormone imbalances. If you're eating, again, foods that are highly processed, if you listen to any of our stuff, you're watching things we put out, I'm always talking just real food is the base, you guys. Now, I'm not saying you can't go out and, and, and have French fries and eat cookies and, you know, have a Diet Coke and eat some Cheetos. Like, you can do all that shit. You just can't do it all the time. The base of what you do has to be real food. If you want to eat an Oreo cookie every day, awesome, dude. I'm just saying you can't eat 44 Oreo cookies all day every day and think you're going to have this amazing gut health. And and on top of that, obviously, how you look and move and feel be different. So, again, I'm not saying... Cut out all processed foods. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not one of these fear-mongering people that says you can't ever drink a Diet Coke or have a beer or a whiskey or eat some Doritos. Like, if you feel good doing that and it's calling your name, then sometimes you just got to do it, bro. Like, it's just part of the game. However, in the context of, like, a healthy, well-balanced diet, indulging way too much is not going to be good for you. But having some of those things in your life, I think, is okay. It's always a volume game. You know, like, if you ever... You go to the all-or-nothing stuff, I'm not a fan of. If you look at politics, the extreme right stuff, the extreme left stuff, most of the people on extremes on both ends are fucking crazy. Sorry, anybody, I'm not trying to offend you, and I'm an idiot. I don't know anything about politics. But the extremes of anything, I've never been a fan of. You know, if you're an extreme Vikings fan, that's super cool. You can't be like, Aaron Rodgers sucks. Well, he doesn't suck. He's fucking awesome. He just happens to play for, you know, the worst team in the NFL, but like I still respect the greatness of it, even if I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, well, I'm a fitness guy. I'm never going to drink diet soda. I'm never going to drink booze. I'm never going to have a pizza. I'm never going to have French fries or eat cookies. That's ridiculous. There's a balance there for all of us. Now, mine might skew way more towards real food and not drinking as much alcohol and not eating as much processed stuff as, say, the average person, but there's a balance there for me. I think the all or nothing mentality is probably the fastest way to set yourself up for failure. Now, alcohol is a different thing. If you have an issue with it or something, that's a, a clinical diagnosis. It's not for me to, to decide. But, for all intents and purposes, if I'm generalizing here, having a balance is good. But that balance, in my opinion, should always be skewed towards mostly real food. If it runs, it swims, it flies, it grows from the earth, you're drinking water as the base of the fluids you take in per day, I think you'll be okay. And if in between you intermix the processed stuff that you like as a kid or just those comfort foods, that's fine too. Whether your split is 95-5%, 90%, 10%, 80% good, 20% shit, that's on you to decide. As long as the base is skewed towards real food, you guys are doing okay. Again, if we talk about fermented foods... Are they good for your gut? Things like kombucha, sauerkraut, kimchi, yogurt, all the things that are fermented. I'm gonna break down here the research they have. Full disclaimer, I'm a fan of fermented foods. I per and this is just my this is my anecdotal me. It's my experience that I feel better when I throw them in my life. So when I'm eating a lot of live, you know, probiotics, prebiotics, I feel my gut is better. I feel my digestive system is better. I go to the bathroom better. I have better energy. I'm less susceptible to get sick. It works for me. Now, I'll go through the research here. You make the call for yourself. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to share this on my Instagram. And I'm going to share all the foods, not all the foods, a good number of the foods that I incorporate into my life either daily or weekly in terms of gut health. And I'll I'll go down the list here in a little bit, but you can find a picture of them on my Instagram if you just swipe through. And these are the brands I work with and the people that we trust. And if you have questions after you look at it, just let me know. Inside the Jeremy Scott Fitness app in the nutrition tab, you guys can click it, scroll down. I have a super detailed video on gut health and I break down every single product that we take, every single food we use, and why I use them and how they make me feel. So if you really want to check it out, it's inside there, but I'll give you as much free shit as I can on Instagram to help you guys with that. So about a decade ago, uh, the food and beverage products with the live uh, bacterial cultures claimed to improve digestion, and that obviously exploded into the market. And of course, a lot of these foods have existed for centuries, um, and they've been staples in a lot of cultures, uh, as many of the Eastern European people will tell you, um, it's old news. But do they work? And so I personally think the ones I take work, per the research here, the fermented dairy products, specifically kefirs, are supported by high quality evidence. If you guys know when I say kefir, K-E-F-I-R, excuse me, you guys have probably seen it at Whole Foods or Sprouts or your natural grocers or whatever your your health food store is, they probably have it there. Um, That one is shown to be supported to actually help you. Um, The benefits seem, you know, to apply more to um, cardiometabolic health than just digestive health, but there is research that does show that. Obviously, you know, if you can't do uh, dairy products, there are alternatives, which we'll talk about in a second, but there has to be more research um, to kind of show if the, the ferments themselves... Um, really do help you or it's just that you're not eating minimally processed shit. Either way, a lot of these foods are, they taste great. Um, they're healthy for you. They're not going to hurt you. And if nothing else, they take the place of other shitty foods. Now, there's a lot of people who are like fermented, fermented, fermented. Um, it's going to help your digestion uh, and improve elimination and be much better for you. It's more nutrient dense. Um, again, if depending on what research you look at, some say the kefir is going to guarantee to do that. Some say these things are somewhere in between. I'm telling you personally, for me, a, it helps me feel better. Personally, I feel that even if it's a placebo, boom, it worked. Two, I'm not eating other bullshit. And that's the key. At the end of the day, for me, if I feel better, and it's working for me, I'm going to keep doing it. That's all I'm going to say. The things I take in terms of fermented foods, one, there's this Coca-Yo, um, GT's makes this coconut yogurt. Uh, the vanilla flavor I love personally, uh, myself the best. They have a ton of flavors. There is literally uh, billions of uh, probiotics in there at the time that they uh, bottle that bad boy up. I do like that. If you like legit you know, yogurt, if it's uh, almond or oat or traditional dairy yogurt, that's cool too as long as it's one of the real brands. I do like the GT's, I think they're the best out there. They make the best kombucha in my opinion. Heather likes a bunch of brands I think it's the Hum, H-U, is H-U-M-M, uh, is the brand that she likes. I like the GT's kombucha, the Synergy. You guys have probably seen them before. I like the ones with the chia seeds in them. The grape is my favorite. Uh, they make a ton of flavors. The Cavitas uh, are great too. Uh, legit pickles, not the cheap bullshit ones, but like Grillo's, if you guys know what I'm talking about. I didn't know Costco carried them. Apparently they do. But uh, Grillo's pickles are my favorite. Um, there's uh, Wild Brine. Uh, makes a kraut. They also make a kimchi. Those are both fermented foods that are great. And it's not just like the normal like kraut you put on a hot dog. I mean, I guess you could, but they make a million different flavors, uh, a million different styles. Those are all great too. In terms of fermented foods, those are probably the, the biggest ones we do. Uh, Bragg's, obviously apple cider vinegar, they make a prebiotic drink. The apple cinnamon one is great. Uh, the grape one is great. That's a prebiotic drink. You just shake it, you can pound it. Those are all available at most like grocery stores or at least in the health food sections. Um, Athletic greens, obviously, I take every single day, there's a probiotic in there, there's digestive enzymes in there, there's all the micronutrients in there as well. I do believe that does help the overall gut environment. If you want a free sample, hit me up. And then I'll get into the the weeds here of fiber in a second. But uh, I do take chia seeds every single day. The omegas are great, the amount of fiber and just like two tablespoons. It's going to be amazing. If you're not taking them, you can literally dump in your mouth, swig water, and you got 10 grams of fiber right there. Um, they're gelatinous in the gut. They're great to add to your day. Uh, flaxseed is another great one. And then obviously, uh, like psyllium husk, if you guys are familiar too uh, it's like a bulking agent. And obviously there's fiber in there and it kind of helps keep things moving. Those are all great ones. So the coconut yogurt from GT's Grillo's pickles, wild brine, kraut, and kimchi, uh, GT's kombucha or the synergies as well. Uh, chia seeds, Bragg's apple cider vinegar, athletic greens, flax seed, facilium husk, boom. You guys are in business. So, which leads me to number 3, uh adding like a fiber supplement. Now, not every person's going to benefit from more fiber. Um it really just depends. And again, this is where at the end of the day, I'm always going to say this. You got to audit what works for you and what's best for your life. For a lot of people, uh I generalize, I think fiber is going to help you and uh I'll share the story. I was talking to a doctor on Friday, actually, and uh, I'll keep this anonymous. You know who you are, if you're listening, and I'm going over this doctor's food log and I'm looking at it and I'm just like, dude, um, is this really what you're eating every day? And they're like, yeah, this is what I eat every day. And I'm like, there's no additional fiber you're eating at all? And they're like, no. And I'm like, do you ever go to the bathroom? And they're like, yeah, uh, like once a week. Now... I'm not a doctor. I'm just a knucklehead in a warehouse that uh, teaches bear crawls for a living. But I don't think taking a shit once a week is probably the healthiest, um, most pleasant way to go through life. And if you're eating five grams of fiber per day and you're only pooping once a week, I think you could benefit from eating some of these things I'm going to mention here. Just throwing that out there. Again, I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice. But if you're taking a poop once a week some of your day has got to be real backed up, uncomfortable, if I had to guess. So for most people, if you consume a diet rich in minimally processed foods, your diet is probably already rich in fiber, if you have a diversified enough uh, food platform. If not, you probably got to add some things. Um, but if you're already eating a ton of fiber, like let's say, I think I'm gonna pull the numbers up here. If you are a woman, uh, this changes with age too. So I'm just gonna throw this out there. Women should eat on average, this is per the male clinic, if you guys trust those guys, uh, 21 to 20 grams of fiber per day, while men should aim for 30 to 38 grams of fiber per day. Now that's a lot um, for a lot of you guys listening. I just know There's a lot of dudes I work with who are not eating anywhere near 30 grams of fiber and a lot of females that aren't eating 20 grams of fiber on the low ends. Now, Jeremy, like, well, what foods are high in fiber, Jeremy? Uh, Artichoke hearts, pears, berries, lentils, split peas, chickpeas, barley, um, whole grains. Uh, Again, like I said, chia seeds, flax seed, all those things are are awesome to throw into your life. But a lot of people aren't, uh, meeting the minimum. So if you're somebody who's already eating a legit amount of foods with fiber in it, and you're going to the bathroom on a regular schedule, you're probably okay. Um, If you're somebody who is eating no fiber, or like minimal, and you go to add 20 grams tomorrow, you're probably gonna have some legit gas and bloating and possibly even like some loose stool because it's just like, it's you're introducing something so fast, so quick. So what I would say is gradually adding in the fiber. So if you're somebody who doesn't eat any and you're having some issues, maybe like just a tablespoon or two of chia seeds to start, maybe adding in some more veggies or you know, high-fibrous fruits, just slowly get your way there. Again, the number to aim for for a lot of, and again, everybody's different. You gotta gauge how you feel. Per the Mayo Clinic, women, about 21 to 25 grams of fiber per day. Men, about 30 to 38 grams of uh, fiber per day is kind of where they, they set. And again, all the things you guys think, plants and vegetables and like legit whole grains. I listed off just a bunch of basics, but Brussels sprouts are great. Um, uh, baked potatoes are great like with the skin on quinoa, oat bran muffins, legit oatmeal, uh, brown rice, and again, all the things black beans, uh, almonds, pistachios, all great options for you to throw into your life. So if you somebody who struggles, um, consider, you know, supplementing with a mix of soluble and insoluble fiber. And again, experiment with the foods like the fruits and vegetables and see uh overall what's um best for you and your body but the key is to eat mostly minimal processed foods but if you're somebody who does that and you avoid carbohydrates sometimes you have an issue um if you're only like again um i've I've tried the carnivore diet i did a podcast on it i think it's one of the most popular ones we did i was fine um it just wasn't for me. It's just very limiting for lifestyle. And I, I didn't feel I had the most energy doing it. I definitely I didn't feel bad. Um, the, during the two weeks, I ran through it, I, I did one, uh, like half cup of oatmeal with some chia seeds. And I did a synergy uh, with chia seeds the other week, just because uh, digestive wise, man, it was not a not the worst thing. But it definitely was not, uh, not my normal routine. So if you're somebody who eats, Legit, real food, but mostly animal proteins and healthy fats, um, and your gut function works well. I don't think you got to make any changes. However, if you're somebody who is on like a low carb diet and your poop is infrequent, it's like small, it's hard to pass, you could consider adding like more fiber into your life, whether it be through beans or lentils or oats or, or sweet potatoes. Um, if you're willing to alter your macro split a little bit, um, if not, you could add things like again chia seeds and the the facilium, uh, husk powder. I think that's a great way to do it. So, even if you're a person who is listening to this, and maybe you're in this category, you eat a full range of minimally, minimum. I can't say minimally for some reason. Minimally processed foods, but you still struggle with constipation. If I was you, I would say adding in psyllium, uh, a soluble fiber, might help with the constipation. Um, but it can, at first, make some problems worse, like uh, gas and bloating and diarrhea. So before adding it, like anything, talk to your healthcare provider and professional, as long as they know what they're they're doing, um, to rule out food allergies and intolerances and things that could cause you uh, digestive stress. Side note, the same uh, physician I talked to the other day was sharing that they had not um, went to a physician to do blood work or a physical in eight years, which, I don't want to get in a soapbox here. I don't have time. I'm going to go hang out with my wife in the pool. But that's fucking nuts to me, man. I'm not saying you have to go get a physical every six months. Whatever you want to do, you want to do. You're grown adults. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But dude, you should get your blood work done, I would say, at least once a year. And uh, go just see a physician that you think gives a shit about you at least once a year. Side note, get your eyes checked once a year go to the dentist at least twice a year. That's four appointments. Like This is common sense. Uh, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad, but a lot of people, and this is what I found out, I've worked with a lot of doctors and a lot of nurses and a lot of people in healthcare, and sometimes you guys are the worst. Um, you're, you spend your whole life learning and taking care of everybody else. You don't take care of yourself. You gotta put your mask on first, dude. Like you really do, because um, if you don't feel good and you're not healthy, you can't make other people feel good and make them healthy. So take time for yourself, dude. Just really do it. Um, again, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but you gotta give a fuck about yourself enough because you're not helping people to the best of your ability. Because at some point, it's gonna catch up to you, and then someone's gonna have to take care of you. And if by doing that, you can catch things before they become a problem, or you just feel better because you're doing it and you have an idea of what's going on in your body. I would suggest that. So, if you're listening to me, my simple health tips get a physical once a year, get your blood work done, go to the dentist twice a year, get your eyes checked. If, if you watch TV on, on volume 90 of 100, maybe check your ears too. Like really simple shit, dude. Just like you check your bank account, just like you talk to a financial advisor and they help you do your taxes, or you have a CPA, you take your car into a mechanic. Like, you wouldn't be like, well, I've been driving around my car for eight years and and hoping for the best. Like, the thing will fucking blow up on you. Your body's resilient, man, until it's not. So, just that's a side note together. So, really fast here crash course on soluble versus insoluble fiber. If you want to change your fiber intake, um, maybe because you think it's going to help your digestive issues. It's really helpful to know the difference between the two types of fiber. And most people don't. Again, we don't talk about this a lot. Number one, soluble fiber, S-O-L-U-B-L-E, soluble, absorbs water. It creates a gel that softens stool. And soluble fiber also feeds beneficial gut bacteria. Foods like whole grains, beans, legumes, uh, psyllium are rich in soluble fiber. These fibers absorb water so follow with me here soluble absorbs the water insoluble fiber i n s o l u b l e does not it doesn't dissolve in water it adds bulk or weight to your stool so you know why you don't just you know when you have like liquid diarrhea it's there's no bulk in that stool like when your stool is you know put together like a really how do I describe this, like a soft, thinner banana coming out of your butt, hopefully, Um, there's bulk to that. There's weight to it, making it easier um, for you to pass and often faster in the process. It helps improve the regularity in your bathroom. Insoluble fiber reduces the risk of GI symptoms and bowel diseases. Many of the non-starchy vegetables like wheat bran um, are good sources of insoluble fiber. Now, again, I'm going to come back to this. If you're currently eating a really low fiber diet and you start incorporating more fiber through foods and supplements, there is an adjustment period. For a couple weeks, you might notice you have, uh, maybe some gargling in your gut, uh, maybe some more gas, maybe some more bloating. There might be a change in your bowel activity. Um, if it becomes super uncomfortable, scale back and then reintroduce things moderately when you're ready. Eventually, most people's body are going to adjust to their appetite, digestion, and overall health, and you're going to benefit from it from having this kind of regular uh, fiber intake. So the side note is, if you got a, a Tinder date or a bumble date on you know Friday night, and you're eating five grams of fiber a day, maybe on Friday don't eat 30 grams of fiber before you go out because you might not be going on a second date. Is what I'm saying. Or if you have a sexy night plan with your wife, do these or your husband or your partner do these things gradually um, to avoid the backlash. And so if you're at, what I would say is adding five to 10 grams extra per day to get to where you need to be is probably a good place to start for a lot of you. Number four, if you're somebody who's taken antibiotics, you got to add some good bacteria back in. Again, I'm a fan of antibiotics. I know some people, you know, go back and forth on this. Um, I've had sinus infections uh, throughout my life. And, uh, they suck, dude. And, uh, I rarely do I get sick, but when I do, um, it, it usually hits me like a ton of bricks and, uh, that tends to be the thing. I don't knock on wood, get, uh, the other shit a lot. I mean, I've had food poisoning maybe twice in my life, which is super miserable, but it tends to be that kind of upper, um, bacterial infection, you know, uh, behind the eyes, the ears where the green stuff is, is kind of there and you're just, you know, hocking up yellow shit and just like really congested. So they can be life-saving. They've, they've done wonders for me. Um, and at some point, I think all of us are going to have to be on them. However, antibiotics are associated with less microbial diversity in your gut. So it can also increase the bad bacteria, if you will. So in healthy people, and that's the key here, gut bacteria levels recover pretty well, but not perfectly after taking antibiotics. In one study, people recovered close to pre antibiotic baselines within six weeks, but we're still missing several strands of bacteria that have been present, excuse me, that have been present before the antibiotics six months earlier. In some cases, probiotics supplementing um, can help, especially in cases where you're associated with things like diarrhea. Now just bear in mind that everyone responds um, to specific probiotics in the same way. Again, I'll come back to this, you got to audit and do what's best for you. Individual response depends on the bacteria you already have in your gut, plus whether the supplements um, take up residence in your GI tract or they just pass through. And that's why I'm a fan of, of diversifying everything. Now, Dr. Amy Shaw was on. She was talking about gut health in the podcast. You can go back and listen to it. She doesn't supplement with the probiotics. She just eats them all. Now, again, I'm just a gorilla talking to you guys from the gym I built. I'm a fan of doing it all, and that's me. So when I do um, antibiotics, I typically take, like, there's a Garden of Life. It's a five-day, um, like, critical care probiotic. I think it's like it's like 35 strands and $200 billion is the culture count. I'll take that for the five days um, after to reintroduce a lot of strands of bacteria into my gut. Then I'll also, you know, probably eat, you know, more coconut yogurt. I'll do a synergy every day. Um, I'll throw in the fermented foods as well. And obviously, I'm taking athletic greens too. But I'll do add that critical care in and I might switch up one of the kombuchas just to kind of mix and match. So I do think that can help. So if you're somebody who is taking antibiotics, or you recently had to, or you just got off them, I think introducing multiple strands of probiotics through both food and supplement um, can be a good way to introduce that awesome bacteria back into your gut to repopulate it essentially, and create an environment where your body's gonna be running on all cylinders. So keep that in mind. The last one. And this is real simple. Movements medicine. It just is you want better gut health. You got to get off your ass and move it's just, I can't say this enough, um, not just, you know, f- physically, uh, but mentally, man, just, you know, train through it. And and obviously, I'm not saying like, if you got a broken leg, like train through it, you can still do stuff for upper body, obviously. But for me, even when I have days where my brain is just, you know, it's if it's overwhelmed, or stressed, or I got just shit going on, whether it's, you know, friends, family, business, the economy, people, you name it, like, and if some days it all just kind of hits at once, right? And the last thing I want to do is move around. I just want to like, you know, turn my brain off and just like, lay down and watch TV and try to like, forget about it. I always feel worse. If that if that's what I do. Now, I've probably done that for, you know, seven or eight years. Um, At this point, I figured out I always feel better. If I just train. I just move around mentally. It's this release that I feel. And even if the workout sucked, if I stuck to it and did the entire workout as prescribed, I just felt better afterwards. Physically, I felt better. I had more confidence. I had more energy. I had more power. I just felt alive. For me, I need to move every day because I feel I digest food much better. I feel My regularity is much better. My digestive tract tends to be in a better place if I move. If I don't move as much and get as much activity as I wanted to, I don't feel as good. I think most of you are the same. Physical activity, cardiovascular fitness are associated with more microbial diversity and more short chain fatty acids. And again, those short chain fatty acids do a lot of good things for your body, better immunity, And honestly, just better tolerance to stress in general. So when you engage in mild to moderate exercise, you stimulate that kind of parasympathetic rest and digest nervous system. Not only does this have an overall relaxing effect on the body and the mind, but it also encourages movement in the digestive tract, aiding in both digestion and elimination. So in case you're curious, pooping well-formed, easy-to-pass stool anywhere from three times a day to every day is a sign of good elimination. Pretty crazy, right? I just think, I'm not saying you got to come in here and do a Sunday Metcon every day. That would be dumb. However, mild to moderate exercise, getting your steps in, jogging for a minute, walking for a minute, for 20 minutes, doing mobility, Doing ten minutes on a just a, a bike trainer, uh, doing hundred bodyweight squats and hundred uh, push-ups, doing a, a weight circuit, doing a HIT class, doing fucking yoga, whatever your thing is. That mild to moderate exercise. And again, when I say HIT class, like people are like that's high intensity. You know how most people go through HIT, they bullshit most of it anyway. But my point is, is that if you can do some form of activity, that's going to stimulate the nervous system to help with digestion and elimination. not only how we break down food, but also how it comes out of our butt. And that's, I don't want this to get lost here. Obviously, I shared my story of talking to a doctor literally three days ago, pooping once a week. And everybody, I know everybody's different, but I know that's not right. I, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm an idiot. And I know that's not normal. Per this study and this research here that I have in front of me, easy... To pass stool that's well formed comes out of your body anywhere from three times a day to every day or every other day is a sign of good elimination. Me personally, I got I poop every day. I, I just have to. Like there's if I'm not pooping in a day, something is wrong with me. Um, maybe you're a three times a day person, maybe you're a twice a day, maybe you're a once a day, maybe you poop Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. I don't know. And you skip a day, I guess that can be considered healthy too, depending on obviously how much you eat and, and what's going on. But pooping once a week or twice a week is not a good look. So again, for most people, and again, you you know how you feel. You know if it's right. You know if it's wrong. Or at least you should have an idea now. So your poop should come out, you know, not like a not like you know rabbit pellets, and shouldn't come out like a like a fucking chunk of wood. It should come out like a like a soft like consistency of like a like a toothpaste kind of all together most times, whether it's in like, I don't want to get gross here, but I'm like this, we all poop, dude. So grow up. Like whether it's like one strip or like multiple logs that are just soft and you didn't have to kill yourself to get it out three times a day, two times a day, once a day, or every other day is probably a sign of good elimination and things are working the right way. So again, if we dig into some real stuff before I let you go, um, if we're talking supplements that can help you guys with indigestion, with gas, with pooping, um, these are the things that I could throw in there. Now, obviously, um, uncomfortable digestive symptoms sometimes still happen to people who do everything right. That's just kind of life. Uh, and there'll be days where things go wrong. It's just part of it. Like I don't have you I don't feel perfect every single day. Some days I feel like shit. Some days I can pinpoint it exactly why some days I don't know. So if you're somebody who has mild, uh, indigestion or gas or, or pooping problems and you can't find any of the culprits or solutions, uh, with what I went through already. Um, Supplements might be uh, like an extra kick um, to help get your digestion and uh, elimination back on track. Um, Real quick here, these are just the basics. And again, talk to your doc, go to your physician. And if your physician doesn't know anything because they're an idiot, I don't mean that negatively, but sometimes a general practitioner just has no training in this and no education and they eat like shit and they don't even fucking poop right. So if that's the case, get a new one or have them refer you to a legit GI specialist that knows what they're doing. I was lucky enough to find one of the best ones, not only like obviously going to the Mayo Clinic, but even here uh, in Scottsdale in Phoenix, someone who I think is great. The, the dude is a gamer, he's on his stuff. If you need his info from me and you live here, I'm happy to share it with you. Um, just super helpful. Uh, and I think everybody sh- should find that. But if you're looking for some of the supplements that can help, one. Um, specific digestive enzymes that can help with symptoms, obviously, of eating certain types of foods, Um, whether it's like you struggle with beans or legumes or or lactose um, for dairy, for example, there is certain digestive enzymes you guys can take. Um, Peppermint oil um, has been shown to reduce um, pain and gas and bloating and actually makes acid... um, Actually, it can actually make acid reflux worse. Um, if that's a symptom you're already experiencing. But um, there is digestive enzymes. And for some people, peppermint oil can help with excessive gas uh, and bloating. If you have heartburn, uh, things like ginger, um, tea, or even the capsules, because ginger ha- also can help with the nausea, but they also do say it helps with heartburn. Ginger, I forget too, my wife loves ginger. Ginger is actually great. Um, for you guys to throw into your life, if you go to a sushi place, Um, you know, they give you like a bunch of ginger, Heather would be like, can I just get another plate of ginger and just crushes the whole thing. I have become a fan of it for sure. Um, but that can help with heartburn and they do also say nausea. That's great for the gut. If it's constipation, uh, magnesium, uh, citrate is a safe, um, for long-term use. Unlike most laxatives, which are, you know, kind of habit forming and aren't good. They're not a good solution for chronic constipation. So always having to take, um, these supplements for constipation, I don't think that's a healthy way to live life. I don't think that's great for long term use. In the, in the short term, you got to poop, you got to poop. But if it's magnesium citrate, I think you guys are gonna be golden. And then if you have diarrhea, um, electrolytes and fluids, um, again, usually uh, a sign of a, a acute infection is, a di- is um, diarrhea. And that's obviously you know, your body's way of kind of cleaning out the unwanted pathogens. For that reason, it's best to kind of let that run its course. To reduce dehydration uh, associated with diarrhea, you have to hydrate with water, uh, sports drinks, and uh, if it's a Powerade Zero, Gatorade Zero, and just drinking a ton of water and, and fluids is obviously going to be the key. And, uh, it's not fun, but sometimes that's what the sign is. If you just have this, not I'm not saying chronic diarrhea. If you have diarrhea for three months in a row, there's a fucking problem. Honestly, if you had diarrhea for more than a week, there's a problem there. I think I think a doctor will probably even tell you less. But if you're having diarrhea for five, six, seven days in a row, there's an issue there. You got to go in and probably see somebody. If it's like you know for a day or two, it's probably just your body getting rid of everything. So drinking the most fluids you can, um, I think, is going to be key. And again. If you have any of the, the the symptoms I'm listing off here, if it's if it's gas, if it's bloating, if it's if it's diarrhea, if it's constipation, and you just don't feel good, um, and you have heartburn, you have nausea, contact your doctor. Again, I can't say that enough. Like getting, if, if this person is really a gamer and they're going to give you legit medical advice, whether it's your general practitioner or somebody on the G.I. end or you know um, like a colon rectal guy, any of these people, they can help you this is what they do. You don't have to be embarrassed about it. This is their job. They chose a profession to talk about how you take a shit and putting cameras up your butt and down your throat and looking at it. Go to them for help. Sitting at home and like being embarrassed about it or not talking about it is the worst fucking thing you can do because then you're just suffering in misery and it's not worth it. But for most of you guys, the basics here can really help. And, uh, what I would say is if you're somebody who these things don't work, Go see a physician. I mean that enough. And a lot of times you can change your, your microbiome and that can happen with as little as like 24 hours or 48 hours or for surely obviously in a couple of weeks. But if you're if you're really having an issue and you can't pinpoint it and you're doing the things that we listed here, I can't say it enough. Go and see somebody. And I'm, I'm speaking to you from experience. I was once a young, stubborn young man. I thought I could figure it out myself. I thought if I ignored them, this is the... Here's what I've done, and I'm sharing this with all transparency to help you guys. In my life, I've ignored certain problems, and I've buried them, and that's worked really great um, up until this point. I'm a a middle-aged man, and uh, they've not resurfaced yet, and I feel fucking awesome, and my life is amazing. Now, who knows? Something might happen in 10 years, and all that shit I buried might come back up, and I have a complete meltdown. We'll see. Um, I don't think that's the case. Uh, However, there are certain things I tried to ignore and bury in terms of like... How I was going to the bathroom, how I was digesting food, how I was feeling, like trying to ignore th- like major issues in my life and thinking they'd go away because I was too embarrassed to ask anybody. I was too, I didn't know enough to talk to people. I didn't know where to research. I wasn't this person today. And I'm talking to me when I'm, you know, shitting out blood in the toilet and I'm fucking 24 years old, 20. I'm like, what is going on here? And, I, and I'm not digesting food well and I'm not feeling good and I'm having all these issues. If you're in a boat like that where something's going wrong and you don't feel good, go get the help you need from a professional and seek multiple opinions if you need to. That's what I did. And it honestly probably saved my life because if I was on that path forever and I didn't do it, I wouldn't be this person today. I probably would have fucking killed myself. I'm being completely honest with you guys. Like when you don't feel good and you feel like you're trapped and you feel hopeless in your body, it's one of the worst feelings that there can be. And I've learned a lot along the way. And I've shared the story before, and I'll share it with you because it fits in with this episode. When I went to the Mayo Clinic, finally, and uh, I remember my dad um, driving me there because, you know, I've done all the stuff, right? I've done um, the colonoscopies. I've done the liquid um, enemas uh, in the um, in the, the doctor's offices before, too, which, if you guys know, that's where they basically take a liquid, and they put it in your butt, and they squirt it in there, and you got to hold it um, in your rectum for... I don't know, like, I think it was like 90 seconds, maybe it was more. And they put like a little dinner timer on, and they have you do it. I did that multiple times. I remember being at the Mayo Clinic, uh, doing that multiple times there, because I lived um, too far away. If I did it at home, I might have uh, shit my pants a bunch of times on the way there. So you do that, they do it to clean you out. I remember, I did that, then I take the elevator up to this, um, to meet the the doctors to go in. And I remember even in the waiting room, um, going to the bathroom, just like, shitting out liquid just clearing everything out of the back end there and it, uh, it wasn't fun like nobody wants to go in as a you know 25 year old man and uh have this nurse you know here's these enemas dude and this is what you're going to do and walk you through it like it's embarrassing i get it right um at this point in my life I, I i was so i got to the point where i felt so hopeless and lost i didn't give a fuck anymore and i could have done all of this like a year earlier and i suffered through a whole year of my life from like 24 to 25 ish um it didn't have to happen. And that I'm sharing that to share to you guys. And I remember being in the the uh, we go into the uh uh the obviously room, like what do you want to call office, and uh it's two nurses, two doctors, they put a they blow my stomach up with air through me through your uh like through my butthole, basically, and uh then put a camera up in there and they kind of look around uh, for stuff uh to see what's going on. There's a big TV screen of this camera up inside my up in my ass, basically looking at stuff. And uh, cause your stomach is blown up with air. Once they're done, they do their thing. And they're like, if you want to excuse yourself to let the gas out, you're fine. And at that point, I'm just like, fuck it, dude. You just had a camera up my butt. All you guys are up in here. My ass is out. And uh, I'm just like farting away in this room, talking to these doctors and nurses, trying to figure out what the problem was. And uh, you think like that, like I was embarrassed for a year to even show up. And then I got to the point where I'm just like, no fucks given, dude, I just need somebody to help me. And I think that's, if you take that example and you apply it to fitness and nutrition and a lot of people in life, that's what it mirrors. Sometimes it takes people to get to that fuck it point where they feel just so desperate and and, and so hopeless. They just, then they'll make a change. Then they'll do it. What I'm saying to you is don't get to that point. Don't do it with your finances. Don't do it with your relationship. Don't do it with your fitness. Don't do it with your nutrition and don't do it with how you go to the bathroom and how you move and how you feel. Because it doesn't have to be that way. There is resources out there. There's people to help you. There's things that can get you on the right track. And just have a, a level of body awareness and be mindful of how you're feeling and try to stay on top of it. And most days you should feel good. You're not going to feel perfect every day. Um, every day you're not going to have a ghost poop. And that's, you know, guys, I am talking about like when you ghost poop, when you poop and then you wipe your butt and there's nothing there. That perfect, that perfect shit. Um, that's not going to happen every day. But most days you should go to the bathroom about the same time, um, about the same frequency, about the same consistency, and you should feel good most days. And if that's not happening, there is ways you can fix it. Because not only do you want to eat real food, that's good for your body, you want your body to actually, you know, use the nutrients, digest the food, have it, you know, have it, you know, take the protein to build muscles, use the fat, you know, and use the carbohydrates for energy and get rid of the shit you don't need. You don't want to have, you got, you have 25 feet of intestines and you got a colon. And I think your colon can have like 20 pounds of shit in it at one time. Somebody can fact check me. And you have 25 feet of tubing that's in here that can just collect shit along the way. I don't think you want that just in there, you know, marinating or rotting, if you will, um, for long periods of time. So I share these things with all transparency, you guys, just because, again, I've made all the mistakes I don't want you to make, and I know how miserable life is when you don't feel good. There's very few things that depress me um, or drag me down or change my mood, Um, but the biggest one is how I feel. If I feel sick, if I feel weak, if I feel vulnerable, if I feel run down, that physical feeling Mentally fucking ruins me. It really does. I thank God every day. And whatever your belief system is, I don't give a shit. Um, thank whoever it is that that you have this opportunity in this body to be, you know, where it is today, and have access to all this information. And I always go back. If this was a hundred years ago, I'd have been. I'd be dead by now. If if I was born a hundred years ago, you know, in 18. If I was born in 1883, we're watching it right now. It's fucking crazy. If I was born then. Like I like to think, like yeah, I'm tough. I can gut through shit. I I can, but I'd be dead. Just physical ailments alone would have killed me because I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have known enough. I wouldn't have had the research. I wouldn't have the resources. I wouldn't have been able to see it through. It just would. It would have crippled me. And you don't have to live through that now. And so don't do some of the things that I did. Um, take my advice and, and take these tips and hopefully they help you. And then obviously, if you need something beyond this, go and see somebody, but take care of yourself. That's what what this whole episode comes down to. Obviously, gut health is important and it's key. But at the end of the day, like I'm a I'm a health person. It's really what I am. It's just called a Jeremy Scott Health. Well, actually, I should have called it something else. So my name's not in the building, but um, that's what we do here. We try to make people get healthier and live a better overall life. And, and I think you guys have the opportunity to do that Um, So take advantage of it. If you want to see any of the specific um, foods, they'll be on my Instagram story. Today is June the 19th, 2022. Um, You can go back on Instagram. Uh, I'll talk about it. I'll share some screenshots. I'll share all the individual foods. And then you guys can check it out. And again, if you are on the Jeremy Scott Fitness app, if you guys go to the nutrition tab, there's a huge video on gut health in there, among many other things. And then in the insight tab, We have all our our trusted partners. We have all of our uh, supplement guides in there, all our smoothie guides. And if you have a question on any of these things I listed, please just reach out and ask me. Uh, I'm happy to help Um, because I've lived through this, you guys, probably in one of the the worst ways possible. And what I'm sharing with you here in terms of the shit, um, like not, you know, no pun intended, the shit I've had to deal with uh, in terms of just... Uh, intestinal, you know, ulcers and uh, gut health, and I'm sharing like 20% of all the shit. And maybe one day I'll I'll share the whole gamut of everything if that's something people really want to hear. But um, I know how miserable it can be. And a lot of it, it, this is my belief. And sometimes these things are unavoidable and genetics happens and, and bad luck strikes you. But most things that we deal with in life, and I do believe with your physical body can be fixed. Um, cured or reduced by how we eat what we drink how we sleep how we train and how we live our life I really do and I easily could be a different person if I wasn't lucky enough to um, just be relentless in my pursuit to find out what was wrong and live in this era of time where we have these resources and and amazing people who are doing um, work to help all of us so Take that for it is, you guys. If you guys want to check out the Jeremy Scott Fitness app, the first month's a dollar, JeremyScottFitness.app. it's on there. Doing an awesome transformation right after the 4th of July, I believe July 11th. That kicks off. I want all of you guys in there. We're giving away awesome shit. It'll be fun, dude. We'll rip your face off. We'll make you more mobile. And uh, we'll just help you have an awesome, you know, uh, summer. And then uh, all my weekly workouts are in there. There's so many videos already. I'm going to pour my heart and soul into it. So I want to see as many of you guys in there. Tell your friends, have them come in too. It'll be great. It's affordable. It's cheap uh, I'm trying to really do, you know, help people as much as I can. Um, I I'm, I'm, I'm in a unique position where I can do that. And so if we can give you a lot for a little, uh, I'm going to keep trying to do that, you know, as long as I can, I guess. And then if you guys want a free sample of athletic greens, hit me up. I'll send you one. If you want to sample of the beam uh, dream product, cool. If you guys want to check out uh, JLab lab stuff or kettle and fire or sleeve sold separately or dry farms, wines links are in the show notes. You can get them there or hit me up and I'll give you the discounts as well. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Check Instagram for all of the updates uh, on this. If you want the specific foods and items we use, if you're on Apple podcast, stop don't be a lazy ass. Drop us a five-star, leave a comment. I'd appreciate it. Share this with a friend or family member who needs to know more about fiber and gut health and probiotics and prebiotics and overall digestion and function. And then if you're on Spotify, drop it a five-star too. We'd appreciate it. And again, tag me on Instagram. I'm happy to reshare anything you guys throw out there. And if you need something, hit me up. Otherwise I'll be back Friday. And I think I got a spicy one for you Friday that, um, I might finally do a podcast on my 2008 Honda Accord that's sitting here in the parking lot and just how that bad boy has uh, has changed my life financially in a way that I never thought would be possible and just some really, really specific um, lessons in finance and the power of compound interest and really um, understanding what you can do with money if you're willing to you know, live like nobody else for a little period of time. And then later on, as Dave Ramsey says, you're going to live like uh, nobody else. And that's definitely the boat that I'm in. And it's worked for me. And that'd be one I'll be passionate about too, as weird as that sounds. But um, that's changed my life as well. And I think it'll help a lot of you guys. So that's coming, I believe, Friday, if I can get all my ducks in a row. So thank you guys as always. I appreciate you. thanks for the support. Um, We wouldn't be doing these if you guys didn't keep listening and sharing them and and buying all our shit. So uh, it means a lot to me. It really does. So uh, have a great rest of your Sunday or whenever you're listening to this. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people and please you guys keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.